welcome. John DeBoer is a local Detroit-based photographer. Um, he is known for uh, some of his work that he has at the DIA, and he's also um, the photographer for the Detroit City Football Club. So uh, w- welcome, John. Yep, thanks for um, having me. Thanks for being on being on Date Stand. And yeah, we're, we're sitting here at Great Lakes Coffee in Midtown. Yeah, they're open um, every single day. Um, on the weekend, their times vary a little bit more. I think they start out late, but during the week, they're open at 7 a.m. So you can come get coffee and they close at 11 p.m. because they have a bar. They have a bar. So we are drinking coffee right now, drinking their spicy mocha. Coffee and beer. <laughs> and I was trying to get a Negroni, but um, apparently the bartender doesn't come in until 4. And that used to not be the case because they used to come here all the time. But, you know, little changes here and there. But that shouldn't deter you from coming. Um, I'm actually just drinking something from a can that I'd rather not disclose. How long have you been uh, doing photography here in Detroit? So I got into photography like 10 years ago now. Um, When I was in college, I was studying graphic design. That's what my degree is in. What college? Uh, Lawrence Tech in Southfield. Okay. So originally I was... I decided to go there because I was undecided between graphic design and architecture. Um, quickly decided um, architecture wasn't for me, even though that's been a big influence on what I, I love to photograph architecture. Why, why not architecture? Or what, um, what made you uh, go to the other side of the fence? I think just the technical aspect of it. And I remember a professor saying, like, if you don't love this, it's probably not for you. And it just... Isn't that always the case? They're always like, here, let me warn you about the realities of this profession. Right. But also hearing it from other students. So I just decided it wasn't for me and that graphic design was a better option. And then my junior year, we were required to take photography classes, a film photography class, then a digital photography class. And then, where, where are you from? Are you from um, Detroit area? or No, I'm, I'm actually from Port Huron, but okay. I mean, it's only an hour away. Yeah. So, um, right but I've, I've always the, had kind of a connection thumb. to Detroit. Yeah, because yeah, he, he used to work out of Detroit at the trucking terminal in Delray, like right by Zug Island. Oh, your dad's a trucker. Yep. Oh, okay. So, that's part of why I've photographed that area a lot, too, just like early memories driving through there when we went on vacation he would like stop by and pick up his check so (laughs) that was some of my earliest memories of detroit were like driving through that really industrial area of delray Um, do you think like watching i mean seeing it in that sense like the how industrial it was and like delray area influenced you and what you wanted to photograph when you were coming down here because I know um, you focused on Delray for a little bit, no? Yeah. Yeah, actually, when I did the film course, my dad suggested going, there's a road that goes back there and, like, photographing that area. So you, you didn't pursue architecture, but I've looked at a lot of your work, and it is of architecture, and it's it's, it's, it's very good. Um, Thank you. So, you know, I've always been drawn to symmetry, lions, that's... Part of why I work in black and white a lot is it gets you, your eye to focus on the lines um, and you know, grids, lines, layout, all plays a role, big role in graphic design. Um, so that's those two things have been a huge influence on my work. Yeah, that's 
now that you say that, I can I can see that, yeah, <laughs> or see some of that thought process in your, yeah. your images. It's cool. Yeah. Do you learn a lot about a lot of the history and the buildings that you photograph? Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's that's a big thing too. Is even before I started shooting a lot, I was doing all this research on the train station, like the typical buildings that are photographed over and over. Um, so I just the history aspect of it has always been a big inspiration too. You also would photograph the abandoned buildings early on, right? Because mm-hmm. we, we in one of our episodes, we talk about that with Julian Bibb, who right. I know you're very good friends with. Mm-hmm. And you guys oftentimes photograph together. Yeah, and I kind of, that's where I started out um, when I was in, Fl- in Flickr. Um, what, what year was that? What time frame? So... 2009, 2010, um, I would like stay up late the night before, like researching all these buildings. And then I met a lot of photographers through Exposure Detroit, which is a group on Flickr, but they also did shows and that sort of thing around the city. Um, so that that's really where I got my start. And it kind of teaches you a lot about composition and that sort of thing, even though I've I still photograph those here and there, but it's not really like the focus of my work. So, well, a lot of people say. I feel like sometimes you feel uncomfortable saying that you would photograph abandoned buildings and everything because ruined porn is, has such a negative right, right, connotation yeah. now, and everybody's like, "Ah, ruined but, porn." I know that's a big part of why I moved away from it. But I mean, you grew from it. I had its yeah. purpose at the time. Mm-hmm. I think it was bad that that was the only narrative that Detroit had for a while, but I think that those photographers who started out photographing that moved on to better, like, bigger things, and they, it, their work evolved because they were looking at how Detroit was at that time period. Right. And it, you know, it teaches you a lot about the history of the city, and like I said, it's, I think it's a good way to learn photography, because it's kind of, you're in an environment, um, just a good way to learn at the time i think yeah Yeah, at the time i was looking at your browsing on your your website john and i think you have a portfolio on there detroit through time is there a lot of those photos in there as well yeah yeah and that's kind of cool because you you kind of document the progression of detroit Mm -hmm. um, across the last basically a decade or so yeah I think that's a nice you have a large archive nice piece to have yeah it's that's what I was doing around New Year's is trying to go through all my old files (laughs) and delete some things that I no longer need but um, and just being the end of the decade I was looking back a lot and it has it's changed a lot in the past 10 years it has and you can see that clearly in your your collection of images so I think it's cool that you have that thanks yeah and that's I've always I always want to do like before and afters. It's something that's kind of hard to keep up with. Um, but just it doesn't necessarily have to be a before and after. Just showing how the city has changed over the years. Um, I think I've I've said that before. Like it's a really interesting time to be a photographer in Detroit as it's changing so much. So it's kind of kind of looking back at the past, but also what it can be in the future. For me, it's like very interesting and depressing at the same time. Yeah. I don't know. I just find this like intense sadness because I just remember what it used to be and like 
like my friend I recently hung out with my friend who used to live here and then she moved to New York and she was asking me like what do you think about everything that's happening and I was like I just miss being able to I miss the emptiness even though it's good for the city that it's populated and that there's more people but for me personally just I just want to be selfish and like to be able to walk the streets and there's nobody there and you can photograph and you can do whatever you want the cops weren't really around so you can right. park wherever you wanted and there was like not as much censorship not not as much worry about a lot of things mm-hmm. and that's what is kind of depressing. yeah i miss miss some aspects of it too i mean you've been in the city longer than me even but even from 10 years ago it's a lot different um that's actually although like outside of downtown and midtown areas you know certain neighborhoods haven't changed all that much so you can still you know have certain areas to yourself people aren't going to bother you um what are what are some of those neighborhoods um so actually two years ago i moved into east english village like on the far east side um so over the past two years i've done more work in that area um just showing a different side of the city so it's actually been a little less architectural um more like more streetscape and you know kind of storefronts around the city like local i also have a series on liquor stores throughout the city oh you do um at night so is that is that still in the works or yeah it's kind of i just add to it here and there um it actually started with one in pontiac that said like the sign just said fried chicken pizza (laughs) it was like it was kind of falling apart kind of run down and just looked really interesting like I was drawn to it just because of that um, how's the fried I like, chicken I didn't try it but <laughs> <laughs> um, well even walking around with uh, Julian around his his block yeah, like, there's he, a lot of stuff that is unchanged and it's in the middle of the city right yeah the river town area yeah I was like oh this is yeah, the, by the outside of the Pasadena this just like hit me with a big sense of nostalgia because I'm like oh my god we're like going into this building and we're doing like all this stuff that we used to do yeah. it was just like oh was, but then it. like a couple blocks over they had yeah. those new apartments that look like straight out of the suburbs yeah right. it's, it's insane complete, completely different it's, right? it's, it's, it's literally crazy. one or two blocks yeah yeah it's a huge huge contrast and that's also been something I try to focus on is, I mean anywhere you look in Detroit there's contrast there's contrast yep Absolutely. So what made you love um, photographing at night? Um, basically, that's when I'm more awake, more <laughs> creative at night. So it just became like a natural thing. Like when I was in college, I would do all my assignments super late. I would procrastinate and then end up doing it at like midnight. <laughs> when do you sleep? Um, I find time. <laughs> I probably average like four to six hours. Okay. One thing I wanted to talk about is your, your work with the Detroit City Football <laughs> Club. So you're there, uh, you're the team photographer. Yep. And how long have you been doing that? Since since the first game ever <laughs> in 2012. Um, and a lot of people ask me like, how did you know? How did you get involved with that? How did you get that job? And like, I kind of got lucky that I got referred to do a promotional shoot around the city um, by a professor at Lawrence Tech. 
Wonka. He referred me to them. So we did a couple shots of that hill by the riverfront with them kind of juggling the ball. So is there any anything uh, that you'd like to give give us advice on in terms of photography? How can how can we become better? Uh, just shoot as much as possible. I mean, maybe that's not the greatest advice, but just keep working at it. Uh, I carry a camera with me like pretty much every day, so you, you never know when something's going to catch your eye, when you're going to be inspired. Um, just just follow your passion. That's the thing, though. Like You put in a lot of hard work and a lot of effort, a lot of nights of just like constantly photographing. Grinding. And, like, Grinding it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the key right there, is yeah. to constantly have access to your camera so that you can document these things that you yeah. see. If I have a photograph in my mind, I just like can't get it out of my head. And, like, once I finally get it, it's like yearly. It's a relief almost. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. Yeah. So guys, grab that camera, grab that paintbrush, go out there, create. Keep shooting. Keep shooting. Keep, keep creating. Shooting. Keep, keep creating. Grinding. Keep doing your thing, man. Find that motivation from within. Yeah. If you're thinking about something that you wanted to do, go do it right now. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take note from Nike, who is not our sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> not yet. Yeah. Not. Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> well thank you so much john for for yeah. talking with us about your process your work and uh your inspirations yeah really. thanks for having me how can we look at your work what's your website what's your instagram handle um it's all what's just my name number? pretty simple <laughs> not, i'm not gonna put my phone number out there <laughs> uh, just my name j-o-n-d-e-b-o-e-r.com that's my instagram handle that's who i'm on facebook so, pretty simple and are you accessible? Somebody comes up to you and they want they want you to mentor them. Would you be Would you be down? Sure. All right, guys. There you go. There's no excuse now. <laughs> All right. Get get out there, everyone. All right. Stay cool, cats. All right. Thanks again, John. We're out. We're out.